Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Tuesday, February 6th. On today's show, open source headless commerce builder Salior closes an $8 million round led by Target Global and Zalando, and China's generative video race heats up. Plus, Yamaha Motor fuels River's ambitious electric SUV two-wheeler rollout in India. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with an update from the e-commerce sector. SaleOr, a startup based in Poland in the US, which develops an open source, headless e-commerce platform for developers to build online shops, has raised an $8 million seed extension round. The round was led by Target Global, with participation from e-commerce giant Zalando, SNRVC Kevin Mahaffey, Cherry Ventures, and TQ Ventures. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about Sailor and its recent funding round? Certainly, David. Sailor provides an API for e-commerce that handles the back-end work for online shopping, while developers create a custom front-end. This recent seed extension round is significant as it shows the growing traction of open source solutions in the e-commerce sector, which is traditionally dominated by proprietary solutions. Sailor competes with more traditional e-commerce tools like Builder.io, BigCommerce, and Elastic Path, as well as legacy vendors like Salesforce. What attracted these investors to Sailor? Lena Chong, partner at Target Global, mentioned Salior's thriving open source community and robust SaaS offering as key attractions. Zalando, a leading European e-commerce platform, invested based on Salior's traction with global brands. The platform is used by brands like Lush and Breitling, indicating its wide acceptance in the market. Can you tell us more about the origins of Salior and its journey so far? Salior was founded in 2020, but it has been a project since 2013. It was initially started by the web agency of founders Mirek Mensel and Patrick Zavadsky, who later spun it out as its own startup. Mensel shared that they initially didn't want to work with e-commerce due to its inefficiencies. However, after working on a few big projects, they realized the potential in this niche. They released the platform as open source and later realized its business potential as well, especially as brands increasingly want communities around their products similar to the open source community. That's an interesting journey. How does Sally or plan to use this funding? While specific plans for the funding haven't been disclosed, it's likely that Salior will use the funds to further develop its platform and expand its reach. The company's focus on enhancing customer experiences and its commitment to the open source community suggests that it will continue to innovate and grow in the e-commerce space. Thanks for the insights, Bella. In other tech news, Chinese internet giant Tencent has unveiled a new version of its open-source video generation model, Dynamicrafter, on GitHub. This move is a testament to the growing efforts of China's tech firms to make a mark in the text and image-to-video space. Here to delve deeper into this development is our correspondent Celeste. Can you tell us more about Dynamicrafter and how it works? Certainly, David. Dynamicrafter, like other generative video tools, uses the diffusion method to convert captions and still images into short videos. This method is inspired by the natural phenomenon of diffusion in physics, where particles move from areas of high concentration to low concentration. In machine learning, 
diffusion models can transform simple data into more complex and realistic data. And what's new in this second generation of DynamiCrafter? The second generation of DynamiCrafter is producing videos at a pixel resolution of 640 by 1024, which is an upgrade from its initial release that featured 320 by 512 videos. The technology behind DynamiCrafter is unique in that it broadens the applicability of image animation techniques to more general visual content. It uses the motion prior of text-to-video diffusion models by incorporating the image into the generative process as guidance. How does DynamiCrafter compare to other similar tools on the market? In a demo that compared DynamiCrafter with Stable Video Diffusion and Pika Labs, the result of the Tencent model appeared slightly more animated than the others. However, it's important to note that none of these models currently give the impression that AI will soon be able to produce full-fledged movies. So, generative videos are seen as the next big thing in the AI race. Yes, following the boom of generative text and images, generative videos are being viewed as the next focal point in the AI race. As a result, both startups and tech giants are investing heavily in this field. In China, for instance, aside from Tencent, other major players like ByteDance, Baidu, and Alibaba have each released their video diffusion models. And are these models available to the public? While ByteDance's Magic Video and Baidu's UniVG have posted demos on GitHub, they don't appear to be available to the public yet. However, like Tencent, Alibaba has made its video generation model VGen open source, a strategy that's increasingly popular among Chinese tech firms aiming to reach the global developer community. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. In other tech news, Indian startup River, known for manufacturing electric two-wheelers, has raised $40 million in a funding round led by Japan's Yamaha Motor. This move comes as the startup aims to increase its R&D spending and expand the market presence of its first electric SUV two-wheeler in India. Here with us to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about River and its plans with this funding? Certainly, David. River has been focusing on developing and producing electric two-wheelers for Indian customers since its founding in March 2021. The Indian market for electric vehicles, particularly two-wheelers, is rapidly evolving with the country's push to replace diesel and gas-powered vehicles. Nearly 50% of the total EVs sold in India are two-wheelers, with more than 1.7 million on the roads today. River aims to stand out in this competitive market with its Indy scooter, which is larger than its competitors and has been described as the SUV of scooters. Interesting. Can you tell us more about this SUV of scooters and how it differentiates from other electric two-wheelers in the market? Absolutely. The Indy scooter, priced at $1,700, has a 14-inch wheelbase and storage space large enough to hold two helmets and cargo weighing up to 33 pounds. This is in contrast to electric two-wheelers from River's rivals, which typically have a 12-inch wheel size and storage for a single helmet. River believes that this utility lifestyle-focused product will help it carve out a significant market share. And what are River's expansion plans with this new funding? River has big ambitions. The company plans to increase sales to 300 scooters a month in March and 3,000 units a month by the end of 2024. By March 2026, they aim to be in 100 cities and selling around 9,000 vehicles a month which would equate to approximately $200 million in turnover. To achieve these goals, 
River plans to establish a distributor network that will eventually handle 90% of its sales. That's quite ambitious. What about the company's R&D efforts? Can we expect new products from River in the future? Yes, River is heavily invested in R&D. The company has already deployed over $25 million in R&D and manufacturing in the first two and a half years. They plan to strengthen their R&D and draft the blueprint for their next product, which is expected to be launched after the startup reaches around 30 cities by March 2025 and 100 cities by March 2026. However, the specifics of what this product will be are yet to be decided. It seems River has a strategic approach to its growth. How are its investors contributing to this? River has been pivoting to strategic investments. For instance, last year's investment from Dubai's Al-Futim Group, a large Middle Eastern conglomerate and an exclusive Toyota distributor, could give River access to a global distribution network. Similarly, the recent investment from Yamaha Motor could potentially lead to collaboration on product lines, although no definitive agreements are in place yet. River also plans to leverage Yamaha's design and technology capability. Thanks for that report, Abby, on River's ambitious plans in the electric two-wheeler market. In other tech news, while sidewalk delivery robot services seem to be hitting roadblocks, one pioneer in the field, Starship Technologies, claims to be profitable and has recently raised significant funding to scale up. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent from Simply Tech, Michael. So who are the key players involved in this funding round? This latest investment round is co-led by two previous backers, Plural, a VC with roots in Estonia and London, and Iconical, a London-based investor backed by Janice Fries, who co-founded Skype and is also a co-founder of Starship. This brings Starship's total funding to $230 million. Other backers include the Finnish-Japanese firm Nordic Ninja, the European Investment Bank, Morpheus Ventures, and TDC. And what has Starship achieved so far with its delivery robots? Over the past decade, Starship's robots have traveled 11 million miles across neighborhoods and campuses in about 80 locations across the U.S. and Europe, making 6 million deliveries. Their partner customers include companies like Bolt, the co-op grocery chain, and food services companies like Aramark, Sodexo, Chartwells, and Grubhub. What does Starship plan to do with this new funding? Starship plans to use the new funds for geographic expansion and to launch a new robot manufacturing scheme with an as-yet unannounced partner. The company also plans to continue investing in its software and logistics services. Its robots, which currently operate at level four, very close to fully autonomous, are now getting upgraded to charge wirelessly. How does Starship compare to other players in the delivery space? While Starship's 6 million deliveries and 11 million miles traveled make it a significant player in the delivery robot space, it's worth noting that Amazon made over 2 billion deliveries of Prime-based goods to customers in the U.S. alone in 2023. This shows the vast potential of the market, but also highlights how much room there is for Starship to grow. What challenges has Starship faced in this space? The delivery robot space has not been without its challenges. High-profile sidewalk delivery robot efforts from FedEx and Amazon have shut down, and there have been restructuring issues at Neuro. Starship itself has faced legal disputes in the U.S. However, the company remains profitable and is now focusing more on Europe rather than primarily on the U.S. How has the public reacted to these delivery robots? 
According to Starship's co-founder, the robots have been well-received in communities. People seem to enjoy their presence, with some even attempting to feed them bananas. As cities look for ways to reduce traffic and pollution, delivery robots like those from Starship could become an increasingly common sight. That's certainly a development to watch. Thanks to our Simply Tech reporter Michael for shedding light on Starship Technologies' latest funding round and its plans for the future. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.